Welcome to 420 and 3Xs. It's the Smoke Show Podcast. I'm your host, Smokey, bringing you the realest conversations that we source live from you, our fans and listeners. This Smoke Show is a collaboration of hard work, our tough conversations, and global support. I direct the boat while you, the listeners, lift our sails and choose our final destination. We like to get real. We like to be vulnerable. We like to talk about real situations and relatable problems, interesting topics, and things that aren't often on the table for general conversation. I hope that you'll join us either live on our YouTube stream or later on on your favorite podcast platform when you have the chance. Get all our information at our website, smokylive.com. But while you're here, why don't you roll one up, kick up your feet, take a deep breath. We've created a safe space where you can come, relax, get cozy, and really be yourself. Find a space where you can open your mind, share your heart, and get ready to dive deep. It's my hope that these conversations we share will help each of us to create a better relationship and connection with ourselves and with each other. So let's get ready for the topic of the week. Let's go! Welcome to the Smoke Show. We are live tonight. It's another Thursday night with my friends, <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We all kind of hang out and get together on Twitch and on Kick, and I don't know, we just kick around a couple topics and a couple ideas and pull them apart. So tonight is a new one. We didn't really get to explore it as much on stream as I was really hoping to, if I'm being honest. So I'm hoping that tonight we can kind of dig into it deeper because this is something that's interesting. It's come up a little bit um, recently, and it's a topic that we had on our list of things to discuss for this upcoming year. So we're talking about consideration and selfishness and that fine line between the two. We're going to define both of them. Give a little examples. Feel free. Chime in. Let me know some of your stories and what your thoughts are. We're going to try to figure out where that line lies and how to decipher what we're doing and how to travel it and read the signs from other people. Are people really meaning to be selfish? People really inconsiderate on purpose all the time? We're going to get into it. So I hope you guys are ready. Thanks for joining this week. We are talking about consideration and selfishness. What do you guys think about those two topics? What what comes to mind when I bring up both words? Do you have any definitions you want to share with me? I have the Webster definition. (laughs) But if anyone wants to get a little deeper, I would love to hear what you think about consideration or courtesy. We're also going to talk about courtesy. They kind of go together. Joe says it's when you're using manners to help others. Okay, yeah, there's definitely like a manners part to it. It's like when you're considering someone else, their point of view, their feelings, the way it impacts them, consideration. To be courteous means to be, you know, polite. It means to be kind. We kind of discussed on stream a little bit more about courtesy and what types, what causes it, you know, why we are courteous and what it feels like when we're not. But we didn't really take it much further than that. Um, Is polite speech or action, especially when required by convention, it is the showing of politeness in one's attitude and behavior towards others. So it's like being polite. It's being nice. Courtesy is one of those things that we kind of expect on a certain level, right? When we don't get it, it feels wrong. And sometimes we're intentionally not not courteous, discourteous. We're not being courteous on purpose to like, you know, be a little petty, to show our, show our, you know, little message, how we feel, right? Like those hidden messages, passive aggressive stuff. It's weird. (laughs) but we use courtesy all sorts of different ways we decided when we chatted about it here we decided um that usually it's either required courtesy is required by like your job 
or the environment. Like, you're not going to walk into the doctor's office, like, bare feet and, like, drunk and, like, partying unless you, you know, have, you know, it's landed you in the doctor's office. But, like, you're not going to come in with that energy, like, you're, like, nighttime bar energy. Um, if you're working, you're not going to answer the phone for Verizon and be like, yo, what the fuck is up? Like, <laughs> it's not going to be the common courtesy. So sometimes uh, the situation and the job and the environment require it. Um, sometimes it's routine because it's just the way things are. So when you bump into someone, when you forget something, you're constantly apologizing. That's a courtesy, something that's routine. People usually apologize too much. Uh, and then we found the last one was you can choose to be courteous, so it comes out of kindness. Those seem to be the three ways that, you know, courtesy would kind of start. King Wayne says, I feel like those are two different things. Considerate is thinking of others. Courtesy is an act of showing respect towards others. Exactly. Literally it. That's the difference between the two. So that's what I wanted to get into. So perfect. That's it. There is a difference between courtesy and consideration. <laughs> They're not the same. To be considerate is to think about it. To be courteous, it's an actual act. Okay? So to be courteous, you have to be considerate first. It's like a prerequisite. <laughs> you have to have a level of consideration. If you're going to have a level of consideration, you also have to have a level of awareness, like outside of yourself. This is where it becomes the opposite of selfishness. When you have more awareness, you're not thinking about self as much. You think about self in relationship to the bigger picture. You do have more respect mm -hmm, when you're considering, um, but you can put consideration into something without having any respect. You could consider something and decide that it's fucked and you're going to walk the other way. After consideration, <laughs> I decided that this was not the shit for me. So consideration doesn't actually have to always be nice. It's just the act of increasing your awareness of considering something. But you have to be aware. If you are simply self-aware and not paying attention or considering the people around you or how it may impact them or how they may be feeling, then it can come off as selfish. But yeah, there doesn't always have to be a level of respect with consideration. With courtesy, there is. And that's kind of the thing with courtesy. Um, it's literally your proof of respect for someone. Like, you can be as considerate as you want, but if you're not actually taking the gesture, there's no proof that you're actually considering them at all. They have no idea. So courtesy is important. It's the act of showing that you care, not just thinking about it. I consider a lot of my social interactions before they even happen. Oh my God, I know. Kyle says, I consider scenarios. You think it over like a million different ways so you can be prepared, so you can like gear up for it, be ready. I think that happens with a lot of people with social anxiety. Um, and I think those scenarios actually, what you're talking about isn't really, it's not the same type of consideration, but it is. You're considering it, but from your perspective. That is not consideration of the group because when our anxiety takes over we are fully aware of ourselves what we are lacking what we are afraid of we are in us we're not considering the outside effects so sometimes that anxiety or that social shock can actually cause us to act in a very selfish manner now, I'm not saying mental health is selfish or that we have a huge control over that. We absolutely do not. These things are, you know, things we have to exercise, that we have to get therapies for, medications, and all of us are fucked up in our own way, which is what makes us great. So I'm not saying buckle down and get better. What I am saying is when you have those moments, you need to take a moment of true consideration, not just of the scenarios and how they will impact you or how they're going to make you feel, because that's going to heighten this anxiety, if you can actually remove your awareness from yourself and expand it, you'll start to consider the way other people may feel if you pull out, if you don't show up, if you drop the ball, and then you start to think about that. 
Now, if you start to think about that after you've already built your anxiety, you're just going to be shut down, totally shut down, and it is going to come across totally selfish. But if you can stop that in the beginning and look at it from the outside and then bring it in, hopefully you can choose responsibility over that <laughs> and consider the way other people are going to feel and push your way through it. Because usually when we're anxious, most of the time that stuff never happens anyways. Chance favors the prepared mind. I think so, and I think not at the same time. You can be a prepared mind and then shit goes like completely sideways in a way that you never anticipated, you know? That's part of life is that experience. And if we're always afraid of the experience, we never get to actually make connection. So in order to make those connections, it starts with consideration outside of yourself, the whole environment. So we talked about common courtesies which we decided aren't that common. <laughs> but some of them were interesting. They were, I mean, I feel like they're pretty run-of-the-mill. Um, now this is going to change by culture to culture. The most courteous thing you can do when you're outside of your own environment is straight up ask, like, what is the way to act? How can I be courteous right now? <laughs> like, that's the best way you could go about it. Um, that starts and builds a relationship of respect. So if you're out of your element, don't just go in and, like, do your thing or just be loud and make your presence known. Sit, quiet, watch, see, and then ask. Ask questions. Um, if you're out of your element, if you are out of your lane, if you are out of your league, sit, listen, watch. That's a common courtesy, okay? Some of the other common courtesies were just opening the door for someone, um, helping the elderly. We have... Saying just please and thank you, excuse me, you know, those type of like pleasantries. Waiting in line and taking turns, which is funny because we decided that children do that better than adults anyway, so I don't really know if it's common courtesy, <laughs> but they're supposed to. Um, putting women first, just by default. Always protecting um, the weaker when you're on the road by putting them on the inside, whether it's a child or you know, an animal or a woman or whoever, you know, that was a common courtesy. Removing your shoes when you're in someone's house or visiting somewhere. But that's also, we brought up cultural. So making eye contact, that's a great one, Joe, to add. Eye contact, firm handshakes. But these are very American things too, so these vary. There are different cultural ideas. Um, we decided, and this was Joe's, calling before you visit. Not just showing up, like, <laughs> no drop-bys. <laughs> That's not courteous. Like, check in first. Find out. 24 to 48 hour notice before canceling or changing plans. As an adult, people have commitments. People have schedules. And it's hard sometimes because it's not just our schedules we're managing. So when you set up something with somebody, nine times out of ten that shit's gonna fall through and that person is just gonna blow it off at the last minute they knew for days for hours that they weren't gonna do this but they decided to wait because they didn't know when the right time was and they're freaking out and all of a sudden everybody bails and you've already got a, a babysitter you've paid for tickets you've got things ready you know what i mean it could be anything it could be the same thing for a job a position has you on the schedule and they don't tell you until you come in that they don't need you like what the fuck at least let me know, like, I've planned this, you know, I made sure I could be here, I turned down awesome plans, or whatever it is. So 24 hours to 48, really 48 is best. Let people know, give them a heads up, because that's courtesy. It allows them to make adjustments. Um, showing up when you say you're going to show up, that's big. When you say it, do it. If you don't, it's disrespectful. It really is. There's no other excuse for that. Even if you have situations that arise, if you say you're going to be somewhere, you better show up. That's the language of respect. And that's that. If you don't do it, you're just like unreliable. You don't have much integrity. People think you're shifty. Like just do what you say. Show up when you say you're going to show up. It's like basic stuff. This is common courtesy. This is stuff that a lot of people struggle with. And this is baseline respect. I added some new common courtesies that are more general um, and like applicable to like current times to this day and age post COVID world whatever not just the 50s not the 80s um, we added answering a text in a timely manner this is a big one 
Today we're in a technological world. Whether you like it or not, that's the way that it works. And we are more digital than we are organic. And it might suck for some. It might be cool for others. I don't really fucking care what you think. The truth and the fact of the matter is we are all linked by phones. Every single person has a phone. We all have access to it. Our phones are in our pockets or in our hands. We're always doing or talking to someone. If we put it down, if we take a nap, those things are reasonable. But honestly, it shouldn't be hours later. It shouldn't be days later. We should answer texts in a timely manner. That's what people expect. I beg to differ. My phone stays in my toolbox at work and in my truck when I'm visiting people. That's fair. You can put it away at certain situations, but that's not going to take you a whole day. And you can honestly, if you check your phone and you say, I was at work all day, that's a reasonable thing. Like, that's not, I'm not thinking anybody's shysty. That's a timely manner. You're getting to it when you're able to. When I say timely manner, it doesn't mean within 30 minutes. It doesn't mean within five seconds. It doesn't mean, there's no specific time frame. Timely manner means as soon as it's possible for you to do so, honestly, is when you should. When you see it. When you see it and you ignore it, that's when you drop the ball. When you see it and you say, oh, I'll get back to that later, and you forget about it, it's not your intention to hurt them. It's not your intention to forget about them. I do this shit all the time. But it comes across super rude. (laughs) It's a common courtesy. Wayne says, what is a timely manner? I always answer when I get... When I get finished and I check my phone, which is sometimes hours later, timely manner is up to you. If you see it and you ignore it, if that doesn't make sense to you guys, you guys all know what I'm talking about. We're not going to sit here and define it. I'm not going to split hairs with you. You know the moment that I'm talking about. You know when it is that you look at your phone and you say, I'll deal with this later. I'll answer this next. And we forget. Okay, I'm not saying anyone's perfect. This stuff happens accidentally. This is what is considered still a common courtesy. Just because you don't say bless you when somebody sneezes does not mean it doesn't make it a courtesy. You can't say, well, what if I didn't hear them because I had my headphones on? Does that still count? Like, come on, grow up. You get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you follow? <laughs> it's definitely happened. I won't lie. Yeah, it does happen. You know, we all get caught in the trap, but there are times that we do this knowingly. And whether we do it knowingly or accidentally, it comes across shitty. And sometimes it just makes us look bad. Sometimes we're making that decision to do that. I don't know. It's a whole, it's up to you. I don't know where, but the the thing is still the same. It's a common courtesy to answer a text in a timely manner. Okay. Can we agree on that? Do we think that that's like a social thing? Because I feel like I'm held to that expectation all the time. All the time. We have on here, I added, requesting someone's preferred communication. This is a big one in today's day and age. We cannot assume the way that someone else communicates. This is something we talk about all the time on here. You need to get specific. Some people are comfortable with face-to-face. Some people like phone calls. They really genuinely like to sit and talk on the phone. Some people prefer text only. They feel that they can get their words out better that way. Um, Some people like to be in person so they can actually feel it out and see how things are. People are different in their forms of communication. A common courtesy today in real time is to ask a person when you are, you know, dating, doing business, making friends, doing a club, having a project, whatever it might be, ask what is their preferred method of communication. Now, you're going to find by age, it's going to vary. Um, You're going to find by personality, it's going to vary. So to find out what that shared communication is can really um, set the tone for the rest of the relationship. If I say, hey, I don't always have time to talk on the phone because I really don't. So if somebody then is like, okay, cool, I'm a texter too, but they text me all day long, like done, over, can't do it. (laughs) I'm a limited texter, right? (laughs) So to convey that to someone, that is a common courtesy. So to be able to talk about that, if you haven't thought about that before, I'm calling it out to you now. This will eliminate loads of perceived selfishness just to find out how people want to talk, okay? Splitting a payment and sharing rides. This is something that should be considered now for sure, a common courtesy. If you are sitting down in a friend group, if you have not been offered or asked to dinner or to an event, um, you split it. 
that's just something that you assume. Don't assume just because your boy asked you out to pizza to go get something to eat that he's covering it. Don't do that shit. That's not courteous. It's common courtesy to split it in half. Now, I know some of you are like, nope, that's not how it works. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Even on a date, I always offer to split it in half because why the fuck not? Now, when somebody offers to pay for me, absolutely, I'm going to say that. And it's nice and it's kind and, you know, maybe that's the gesture they want to make. But I'm not going to expect that. It's 2023. Let's go. <laughs> it's the same with your parents. It's the same with the people in your family. Just because they're family does not mean that they need to carry you. Okay? Yeah, if a girl right here, right here. Jer says, yeah, if a girl gets her phone out at dinner, it's a big red flag. Yeah, that could be, especially when they come to bring the bill. All of a sudden she jumps on her phone. If somebody takes the bill and I'm sitting at dinner with them or coffee or whatever and they take it and they say, I've got this, immediately I say thank you. But I don't assume they're going to take it. If they pick it up and look at it, I'll say, how much is it? Can I split with you? You should always offer. That's common courtesy. All right? This is updated. This is the updated version. Shit's expensive as fuck nowadays, Dragon says. The load should be shared. Absolutely. And some people don't want to. Some people want to take, you know, the whole thing on. And that's fine. I'm a grown-up, not having a hat on in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's a good common courtesy. You don't wear your hat in at the house or, like, at the dinner table or in a courtroom, you know, different things. Yeah, that's so true. At school. I've turned down plans with friends because I didn't have the money and wasn't going to ask them to get me. Absolutely, I understand that, and sometimes we're in a pinch. Within that situation, that's one of those times that we actually have to cancel or pull out, but I think it's important that you're honest about it. I think that sometimes if you just pull out because you don't have money, that can be something that makes you feel really self-conscious, but it's also something that we all go through. It's totally fine to say, hey, I really wanted to hang out, but I just don't have it right now. Can I catch you next week? If your friends want you there and they want to cover you, be courteous enough to accept their gift because it is a gift. This is a courtesy. You can be more of an asshole by pulling out because you're afraid when one of your friends really needed your presence and you decided not to go there because I can't. Well, maybe you were meant to be there and maybe it would have made them feel really good to show you love. Maybe it would have boosted them and given them the feel good or the time or the vibe that they needed. So this is where consideration and courtesy are really important. They are all based on the same principle that we always come down to. Joe, what do you got? What is the thing that is most important always? We always say this. It comes down to one word and it starts with the C. Where's Joe? <laughs> the C word is communication. There we go. See, she got it. <laughs> but it's all about communication. You can't be in your head and courteous because you're only considering your perspective at that point. Unless you've taken it to the point of communication, you've only considered your own perspective, period. You've considered the scenarios in your mind. You've considered the way you are going to feel. You haven't asked. You haven't shared. You haven't connected with anybody. But that's what we're here for, right? Like literally, that's what we're here for is to create connections and have experiences. So if we're not doing that, we're shutting ourselves off from connection. And then we remain completely isolated. So this is like a big deal. Courtesy, consideration, it starts with communication. That's actually where this starts. Tonight's stream is brought to you by the word communication and the number 420, Wayne says. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Meaningful connections are happening when two people can communicate. Yeah, and sometimes communication isn't always verbal. Like, you don't have to have the right words. Communication does have expression. There are some words, but they don't always need to be right. They just need to be open. You need to have the ability to sit and have that back and forth or say, this is where I'm coming from and leave it at that. But it doesn't always have to be right. It just has to be an effort to reach out and extend and to connect with somebody else. That's where common courtesy begins. That's where consideration is. You cannot consider anything outside of your own perspective until you communicate effectively. All right, another one was respecting personal space and social distancing. This is really big. 
Some people just got used to it because of COVID and they're scared of germs. Personally, I just don't like people next to me because I think they're fucking gross. I really don't like how people smell, particularly. It grosses me out. <laughs> I'm constantly washing my hands and that's not because of germs. It's just because people gross me out. It's like a thing in my head. I don't want people near me. And pre-COVID, I was saying the same shit. I would turn around and be like, excuse me, you're too close to me. Now I understand most people aren't gonna be that direct. Um, that's just kind of how I am. But now, now it became like a rule, like a global thing, guys, a global thing that we had to be six feet apart. This is not something that should be shocking or news to anyone on any of the continents. Stay the fuck back. Give people room. Some people don't want to be close. Some people have triggers from that. Some people have been through trauma from that. Some people just don't want to smell your stink ass. <laughs> I'm very sensitive about smell, Wayne says. I always ask women if they have a particular scent they like. Love that. Smell is so important. <laughs> All of the senses are important. But for me, I just don't like pe feeling people, and it's not just them touching me, it's their energy. I don't like it being super close to me. Now, I just think in general, since COVID, we all are aware of this. Give people space. Don't come up on them. Don't be super near them. Don't be too close. A good way to know if you have a hard time reading social cues or not understanding how close is too close, bring yourself into someone as you're talking and take small steps forward. When they take a small step back, you're too close, so you take a step back too. But that's going to tell you where they're comfortable. So if you have a problem with personal space and you're not sure, that's a great way to tell. They will step back when it's too much. Now everybody's bubble is a different size, so just being aware of that and understanding communicating that. Is this too close for you? Should I step back? Do you need more room? These are basic questions, common courtesy, but they start with communication. The world is a fucking rough place. It is not comfortable. There's so much suffering everywhere. And there's so many bitter people who want their neighbors to suffer just as, as much as they are or more. But there are a lot of good people who want the people around them to feel comfortable. You want people to feel good because their life is hard enough. Or you understand what it's like to not feel good. To those people, they're the ones showing courtesy. Being kind. This is what makes a difference. It's not just kindness or niceness. Because like I always say, nice for what? Nice is fake. But courteous is sincere. Considerate is real. Dragon says, there's too much suffering and not enough hands working together. Yeah, and it's interesting how you can feel safe with someone just when they start talking to you and saying something like that. Hey, do you mind if I stand here? Okay, wow, that's, you know, that makes me feel comfortable that you're not like right up on me. Okay, you know, and you kind of chill a little bit. It's a little, little layer of comfort. Courtesy is so important in consideration. But it starts with communication. I'm going to keep saying this. <laughs> and I keep saying it. <laughs> Um, the last one, now this is going to be controversial with some people, so I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't really care your perspective on this. A common courtesy is to request a person's pronouns when they present their name. I don't care how you feel about that because it's not about how we feel. We're talking about courtesy. By you not showing common courtesy to them or asking that or using their pronouns best you can or being aware of that, you're literally being selfish. You're choosing to be ignorant, and that can hurt people. It's about respecting the person in front of you. It's comfort. It's a courtesy. This is a new one. Whether you like it or not, to ask for pronouns will build trust. It'll make people feel safe. It shows respect, and it's an act of love. How would you like to be addressed? Joe, that's a great question. Absolutely. So these were some common courtesies that we talked about. Some of them we don't really think about. I hope, was anything, you know, that you guys want to add to it? Did anything stick out to you? Um, anything new that you've learned? We can, you know, throw it out there. <laughs> and we can try to pick it, pick it apart. So we did talk about also, you can keep the comments coming. But in order to be, to show courtesy, you need to be aware of the people around you, right? This is part of the consideration principle. You have to take your awareness out of yourself, like we mentioned. But when we're saying be aware of other people, a lot of people get stuck in the, the empath thing. 
I just feel their vibes. I feel their pain. I could tell they were upset. I can feel this. I can, I'm definitely considering them. Wrong. <laughs> taking it that far is taking it nowhere at all. It's just absorbing some shit. You're not really using it for anything. When you're being considerate, it's going to take your mind too. <laughs> it's going to take more than just your senses. Now, I'm not invalidating the way that you feel. You can pick up how people feel. Absolutely. I completely understand that. But there's more to it in consideration. If you're going off of how it feels, you're still not communicating to this person. You're just feeling the feels. Now, we can read that, but we might misread that. You can catch the vibe and misread the message. I know all the time it happens to me. Without communication, you can't validate it. You don't know what direction to go in. One way to perceive it, to bring your awareness outside of yourself and see what is the, the environment that they are in. Does my presence or my absence impact that from their situation? Okay. Um, another one is to be aware of their current resources. Just because you're super stressed and you're drowning in anxiety and you don't know what to do and you don't know how to reach out and you're not ready to communicate, consider what this may cost them. At the bare minimum, consider what it may cost their resources. Are they a busy person? Are they a parent? Are they in school? Are they juggling more than one schedule? What are they handling? How much mental space do they have in their mind? How much are they outputting on a daily basis? How about their money? Can you really ask this person on a last minute vacation? Are they financially able to do that? When we're considering, we need to consider their resources, their environment. These are the people that it's going to directly impact. Now, this stuff we'd think for some people, this is like super easy, right? Like this is something you can do instinctually. You were raised this way. You understand. But if you weren't taught, if you don't know, this is how humans operate. This is a common language that we have here that's societally understood. Now that doesn't turn you into a sheep to abide by these standards or these societal rules. It keeps you on the same track in the way that a road does. It allows us to travel from place to place. Now, it doesn't matter what place you go. That's your freedom. That's your choice. But to use this road ensures that people get there safely. To use common courtesy and consideration ensures that the way that we are sending our messages and connecting with people gets there safely. And it doesn't get crossed. And they don't think we're an asshole. And we're not coming across as selfish. So to consider their environment, consider their resources. Perception is everything. This comes down to selfishness, and this is our, our little segue here into selfishness. Perception is everything. You can be the most generous and well-meaning human being on the planet. Your intentions could be pure gold. But if your actions are not being perceived that way, you can look completely selfish. Period. Perception is everything. Now, in many different aspects and avenues of life, like manifestation, like creating our dreams, like making connections and relationships, intention is everything. Behind the effort, the hard work, intention is everything. Here it's not. Here your intention is not weighted as heavily when it comes to showing consideration and con courtesy to those that we care about or that are nearby. Now, if we fail to show courtesy or consideration in a way that is well understood and received by these people, we look selfish. So in that sense, you really have no say. It's not something you can determine. Really, other people end up deciding if you are selfish or not. Now, you may become aware of it. You may realize that you're like a selfish asshole and you're making selfish decisions all the time. You know, it could be like that. And there, you know, there's plenty of people out there. But generally speaking, it starts out by how people think of you. All right, so let's define selfishness. What the, what the dictionary calls it. What the dictionary says. <laughs> the dictionary says that selfishness is lacking consideration for others. Literally the opposite of consideration. Lacking consideration for others. Seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage pleasure or well-being without regard to others. Putting the self in the middle. Lack of consideration. Not considering out there 
only considering how this feels, how it's going to impact me, that's selfishness. Now, that might be a different definition than what some of us think. Some of us think that if our acts are selfish, if we're doing shit, that proves that we're selfish. Actually, selfishness is a lot more in what we don't do. Prioritizing your own needs before others, right? Like, I need to feel okay, so since I need to feel okay, I'm going to bail on you. Or since I can't come up with this answer, I'm not going to respond. Or, you know, whatever that, that pause may be, that's actually selfishness. That's prioritizing your feelings, your thoughts, yourself over considering the collective. That's actually selfishness, the lack of consideration. Isn't that interesting? We're raised to think it's something very different. Like if I spend money only on myself, I'm selfish. If I take care of myself, I'm selfish. No, really, it's just lacking consideration. It's responding to your own feelings and not considering the impact on other people. So it's important to be aware of your own needs, but not to place them above others, right? Like it's not that your needs are more important than theirs or theirs are more than yours. They should be considered collectively. Obviously, you're the one that you have to live with. So I'm not saying like do shit that other people want you to do. That's not it at all. Just consider how it might impact them. That's it. And then make your decision. Totally allowed. Usually, um, if we lose priority of things, like if things are falling out of order and we're dropping the ball, this can be really frustrating and that can come across as selfishness, but that can be brought on by all sorts of different things. So this is where communication is super important, even when it's hard. You can literally lose priorities, um, not know what to do because of a busy day, being overwhelmed, um, having your mind in a different place. You could have some form of a disability. You could be neurodivergent. You could have any sort of case, anxiety, depression, that could make it more likely for you to forget or lose priorities, right? Which is very uncourteous. It's not considerate at all. It's not accepted well. Um, these types of things, obviously, you just have to communicate about them. We're not always at our best, and I think every single human being understands that. What we don't like is when we don't hear about it and we create the own scenarios in our head. So the lack of communication, again, is the problem. So if you are facing a challenge or working your way through something or recovering or wherever you're at, communicate that. That saves a lot of trouble right there. A lot of the time, though, when we lose our priorities and we have to cancel or we can't do this because something happened, it really comes down to poor planning. It's usually not, it's not really the situation. Like the thing that happened to cause you to forget or to have to drop the ball or whatever it may be, it's probably not really that thing. It's probably something you could have prevented before or you could have had a backup plan for or you could have set a little better. Um, a lot of the time it's planning. So yeah, we all have our own things. So communicate that, but there's also ways that we can skip this just by really planning ahead and taking the time. If you're not planning, you're not prioritizing it, it's flat out not important to you. So when you get upset that it didn't work out and you're trying to prove that it was important to you, the proof is in the planning. You didn't plan this. You weren't ready for this. This makes me feel like shit because you weren't planning for this. So no matter how much you felt like it was important to you, you're not proving that. The proof is in the planning. If you have poor planning, you're not going to show up on time. You're always going to be late. You're going to be a day late, a dollar short. It doesn't come across good. It's not considerate. It's definitely not courteous. If you're not showing up when you say, just not showing up at all, it's inconsiderate. If you don't have a backup plan in place, you haven't really planned. Yeah, shit's going to hit the fan sometimes. But you can't just roll with it or respond when it happens. Why? Because there's other people that it affects. Even if you don't think that it does, and you think, well, I'll deal with that whenever because it's just me, and when that shit happens, I'll deal with it. No, because you'll usually have plans when that shit happens. And you don't show up, or you're not there, or you're not able to connect, or you can't make the meeting. And then it's really not that it just impacted you. But you didn't have a backup plan. You weren't ready. So planning is everything. If you have not planned, you have not prioritized this. It doesn't mean anything to you. It doesn't make any sense not to. Sure. 
Changing your mind at the last minute is totally normal, and I want to put this out there when it comes to plans. Everybody feels that. There's always things that we commit to that suddenly we don't want to do. We just can't do it. Sometimes we really can get out of those things, and that's okay. Sometimes it's all right, and we can just, it's all right, nobody missed us. It wasn't a big deal, you know. Sometimes we can't, and when we consider the fact that it would really impact other people, we really need to make sure that we cancel these things in advance. If you're going to do it, do not pull out last minute. That hurts people. Not only is it not courteous and you look selfish, it literally hurts people. So don't just pull out because you change your mind. We can feel the feels, process through them, be considerate of more than that, and then make a decision. If you decide that it's something you need to do despite the way it's going to make people feel, then recognize that you are prioritizing yourself over that situation. Whether that makes you selfish or not is up to you. It's up to the people that it's impacting. You're not trying to, but that's how you're coming across. Okay? So ways to support common courtesy. Ways to promote this if it's hard for you. Some people are neurodivergent. Some people just aren't socially the same. We're not all meant to be the same. So a lot of this isn't selfishness. This is a lot of misconveyed messages. These things aren't intentional. This is not our intention to come across selfish. No one wants to come across as a selfish human. I don't think I know anyone who wants to come across that way. Yet some of us are. So here's some things we can do to not do it. This is number one. For people that struggle with common courtesy, people who don't follow through, who come across this way, they often do not use standard time frames. Now this is hard. If you're a night owl, if you're an early bird, if that's just the way, you know, you're just at a different time zone, you work the night shift, you do whatever it is, and you're just on a different schedule, this is going to be hard for you. It's important that you still operate by standard times. When I say standard times, this is what I mean. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., this is when we contact people. Do not hit them up at 11.30. Do not hit them up at 1 o'clock in the morning just because you're getting off work. Make sure that you're communicating at standard times. If you're up at 5 a.m., do not text my phone before 9 a.m. Do not text me at 5. Do not text me at 7. Yes, I may be awake. But don't text me. That's not common courtesy. Hit me in the business hours. But when you ask someone and you say, what is your preferred communication? This is something you should cover. When's a great time to contact you? When would be the best time to reach out? Oh, you like to text? Okay, when are you available to do that? When can I call you? So you'll get this idea. But if you don't know, go off of that. 9 to 9, Monday through Friday. On the weekend, it's going to be different. This is going to be based on your lifestyle, on who you're with, who you're texting. Um, but if you're texting someone that's not in your immediate family or friend group, stick to very limited hours. <laughs> Late in the morning, 10 a.m., 11, maybe even noon to 4 only. You know, don't bug people on the weekend. And don't get bugged when they don't respond. That's common courtesy. It's their weekend. So don't hit people with a bunch of stuff on the weekend just because it's not your weekend. Like, understand, work with standardized times. If you're not aware of this, this is something to train your brain to be aware of. Anybody can do it. You just have to want to. Now, if you don't want to, it's not a priority to you. Then you are prioritizing your needs over the ability to communicate. And that's your choice. But make an effort. Forgetting is the greatest insult. And it also is a thing we beat ourselves up about the most when we forget. It sucks. So make an effort. Do whatever you can to remind yourself, guys, okay? They're not putting any effort into this relationship, into this situation. It doesn't mean anything to them. It sucks, but that's the way the cookie crumbles across the board, all right? You have to take responsibility. If you can't make something, if you don't understand something, if something is uncomfortable to you, etc., etc., take responsibility. I honestly didn't get back to you because I didn't know what to say. That's a great response after there's been no response. <laughs> I've been thinking the last couple days, and I'm sorry I didn't get back to you sooner. Now, obviously, that should be that day saying, you know, let me get back to you. I have to think about this. That would be the proper response. I'm not sure what to say right now. Let me consider it. Something along those lines. But if you don't and you clam up and you're not sure and you do the whole ghost thing and shut down thing, then hit them up with the truth. Don't hit them with a bunch of excuses. Say the thing. That's important. That's a good way to show courtesy is just by being honest. Totally honest about it. I fucked up and here's why. No excuses. 
Nothing was out of my hands. Even if it was out of your hands, take responsibility. So what it broke down. I wasn't prepared. Whatever it needs to be, make sure you own up to it. That's a courtesy. That shows respect to that person. It shows that you understand you're connecting with them. You're not trying to bullshit them. You're not trying to one-up them. You're not trying to protect yourself from them. You're being honest, level-headed, and owning it. So take responsibility. When you make an effort, take responsibility for whatever you've done or not done. Communicate clearly with all parties involved. Communication, communication, communication. We've said it 5,000 times. Communicate. Doesn't matter what you have to say, just reach out. This is bare minimum. You're not going to look stupid. Even if you do, who fucking cares because you actually made an effort. That's the important part. We're not in high school anymore. We are not worried about how we're coming across. And if we are, that's a lot of personal insecurity and you're probably dealing with that on your own. And I'm very sorry. Understand though, as adults, we don't really care. All the things that you're worried about worried about how you look, how you come across, how you do all this stuff. When you do that, you do less for other people. You become more shut down. You bring yourself more in. When you're more worried about how you look, you actually look more selfish. <laughs> you look more stifled. You look stuffy. Nobody cares. They want you to be real. They want to hear from you. Interact. Connect. We're adults here. Speak up. Know your limits. If you want to be courteous, know your limits. Know when to say no. Don't just say yes because you're a people pleaser, because you can, or you think you can add it to the load. If you can't see it through, don't say yes. Be courteous. Be honest. I can't do that. It's going to be too much for me. Have a backup plan. I can't say this enough. If you know your limits and you know you're right on the edge and you could get this done, but you're not sure if you really can, or you could show up, but it might not work out, have a backup plan. If you already know that it's iffy, when somebody asks you something, when an opportunity arises, your gut, the first feeling you get, go with that. Because you know you'll hesitate. Ooh. If you get that feeling, come up with a backup plan if you just said yes. If you get that feeling, it's probably good that you just say no. <laughs> Common courtesy. Don't set yourself up to fail. Be honest. Know your limits. No, I can't do that. No, this is too late of a conversation. No, we cannot fix what happened, whatever it may be. But know your limits. And then see it through. So if it's going to happen, if you say yes, and you don't have a backup plan, and you don't see it through, you look like a dick. There's no way around that. And it doesn't matter what your intentions are. It's the way you're coming across. You're so worried about coming across right that you're coming across wrong. You're doing too much by doing too little. Take a step back. This is the biggest one. Take a step back. You want to be courteous. This is the way to do it. This is why they say smoke weed and get high. When you get high, you're not getting silly. You're elevating above the problem, the situation, to see it from a bigger perspective. It's okay if you don't smoke weed. But like find a way to step outside of yourself and look at the bigger picture. It's like the idea of a painter. Let me give you a visual so that you can follow this. When somebody's making a painting, you have to know what you want the general painting to look like. Okay, I'm painting a tree, I'm painting um, a person, I'm painting whatever. You know what you want it to look like. If you're an artist, you understand the value of stepping back. Because when you're painting, you have a whole picture, but you need to focus on one small area at a time. Painters are made or broken by their ability to focus on a small area and work on it at a time. If you work quickly on a large area and stay standing back, the painting becomes overwhelming and distorted. For certain types of art, this works. But if you're looking to make something according to realistic or a certain actual fine art, you can't paint from back here. You have to adjust going forward and backwards, focusing on the present, moving back for the whole picture. This is the way consideration works. Feel the way you feel inside and take a step back to look at the picture. Feel again how you feel inside and then look back at the picture. Check out all of the different elements. It's active, it's interactive. Why? Because this is called connection. You wanna build connection. This is how it works. You have to take the effort, make the gestures of courtesy show people that you respect them or else you become isolated and your entire perspective and perception of connection is flawed. 
And then the way you're coming across is inside out. But if we can connect with other people, if we can be real, if we can communicate, if we can be vulnerable, we don't look selfish. We look real. We don't look stupid. We look kind. We look safe. Good one. Thank you so much for everybody who chipped in. I love that everyone is so selfless and considerate on this stream. It's awesome every single week that we get to tune in and talk to each other. If you guys want to join in, if you have, I don't know, something you're interested in talking about, something you want to explore, something you want to celebrate, um, something you're trying to overcome or you want us to keep you accountable on, this is the place to do it. My red team is amazing and they keep this stream immaculate. We are approaching 11,000 fans in less than a year and we have zero haters. There's people outside of the stream that obviously hate a little bit, but like, whatever, that's because we're awesome. But like, we have room for everybody here. If you want to come in and find a safe place, I definitely encourage you to join us on the live streams. Get connected. You can join different groups and find different friends, um, different supporters. All of the moderators in these streams are safe people that you can turn to and talk to um, for support or just to say, hey, check in. If you guys are missing that friend group or that interaction in your life, then I encourage you to check us out. You can join on SmokeyLive.com. It gives you all the different links so you can check it out, make some friends. I have to be honest, the friends that I've made online through this podcast and through the different streaming platforms have been more sincere than some that I've known my entire life. You guys are better than family sometimes. You are my family that I've chosen. So definitely join us in this. We love new friends. We'd love to hear from you, to cheer you on, to support each other. <laughs> Do all the things. So check us out, SmokeyLive.com. Until next time. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in and joining us for the Smoke Show podcast. Super grateful for another episode and for each one of you, not only the current listeners, but the people who come in on stream, who bring their ideas, their stories, their insight, the people who check in and encourage each other between episodes, and for my moderator team, who keeps us a safe space when we're recording and keeps the show running long after the cameras are off. It's my hope that you guys can take a little something from this, reach out, interact, and build better connections with yourselves and each other. You guys are the realist and the reason that I'm doing this. And I assure you that I am learning far more from you than you are from me. So your knowledge and your presence is invaluable. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you have hit the favorites. Save us so that you can come back and revisit or come and see and check out future episodes. If you'd like to join us live on stream, join us on YouTube or on my other streaming platforms each week. You can find the details at smokylive.com. S-M-O-K-E-Y-L-I-V-E.com. Find me there and you can ask me direct questions. You can find our Instagram updates on the latest contests, the news, and upcoming episodes. Thanks again, guys. Until next week. 